Episode 99K. I'm your co-host, Joel Lindholm, with Jason Shirley. Jason, that no, wait, hold on, my friend. Hold on. You thrill the nation with your T-formation. Anyway, welcome in. Jason, we have a guest today. We do. We do. Thanks to modern technology and the Zooms. We got the Koch. Bill coach Mitchell's is on board. Bill. How are we doing, buddy? Afternoon. Afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. So we have much to talk about, much, many things to talk about. Sorry, Jose. Um, Bear schedule came out. Yes, it did, Bears. And I did not help under it. I thought I was going to, but uh, I did not. But that's okay. That's fine. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> um, I'm sure you're doing something much more important, Joe. No, probably not. If I'm honest. Probably not. Okay, so uh, let's run it down. We're not going to go necessarily wins right now, but we'll just we'll, we'll run, out, run down the schedule. We'll see what you guys think. So uh, they open at Detroit. Then they're home against the Giants at the Falcon, home against the Colts, home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Carolina, at the Rams, home against the Saints at Tennessee, Minnesota uh, at home. Then they're on the bye, and apparently that is the week of the Masters that they're going to play in November, the rescheduled Masters, which is convenient for us because, you know, if you like to watch the Masters, it's your thing, then you can do that without – any interference from the Bears. Uh, then uh, Sunday night at Green Bay on the 29th of November. Then in December, we got home against the Lions, home against the Texans, at the Vikings, at the Jags in, the, in late December, which is going to be glorious. And then final game of the season at home against the hated Green Bay Packers. When you guys saw this, what did you think? What do you guys think? What kind of record were you talking? Hit him, I've, coach. Got, I've got nine and seven. Nine and seven. I've got the season being a just week after week grind. The Bears, I think, are in the middle third-ish of the league, maybe in the top of that middle third-ish, but they're just, you know, it's just what the NFL wants, right? Everybody to go seven and nine, nine and seven, yep. just a nail biter every week. Yeah, they really want a, bell, a big bell curve. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay, what do you think? Well, I was telling you guys earlier, um, initially I thought six and 10, but when the schedule came out and I actually got a chance to look at it, I'm even more fucking confused than I was before. Uh, They could go six and 10, they could go 11 and five. I, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, I, 
when you were going over the games again and I went back and I looked at my tally marks from what I had, you know, the first time I went through, I'm like, Bears will beat the Falcons on the road. And then the second, the next time I went through it, I went, yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh yeah, the Bears can handle the Bucks at home. And I went, uh, no, it's a night game. Probably not. Uh, so I, I'm flip, I'm flip-flopping on, on games, but I mean, there are ones that I'm pretty confident about. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the Lions are being way overhyped. I don't think there's any way in the world that they are going to be as good as some people are, are saying they are. Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, they made, they made some, you know, pretty decent draft picks and stuff, but they were so awful. I mean, yeah. I mean, looking at the yeah. Norse, it looks like Vikings, Bears, <laughs> Packers, Lions, right? I mean, yeah. But all bunched up. And, I don't. I don't see a big gap between any of them. And quite frankly, I'm not really all that scared of the Vikings. If I'm honest, I just Kirk Cousins seems to every time he gets his teeth kicked in, like if you can get to him once or twice, like get to him, get to him, he tends to fold. He tends to get panicked and fold. That's been my uh, experience watching him play. So I don't. I'm not sold on the Vikings. You know, I think the Bears can beat him certainly at Soldier Field, and I, I mean, it would take, it would be, a, it's going to be a close game at U.S. Bank Stadium, I would think. The Bears yeah. could win if it goes, you know, get the right bounces their way, but I can't imagine the Vikings don't scare me. I, I don't, I don't get it. Maybe because the division's so weak, maybe they're that's why their record's going to be good, but they don't really scare me a whole lot. Uh, I'm not saying they're a bad team, but I just think. If, if any history holds true that they can certainly win those games. If you, if you can get to Kirk Cousins with Quinn on one side and Khalil Mack on the other side and, you know, Roquan Smith running wild, I, they're, they're beatable, put it that way. There's nobody, there's nobody on the schedule where I go loss, except maybe the Packers and Lambeau, maybe. Other than that, there's, I mean, like, do the Colts scare you? With Phillip Rivers, a quarterback? Not out of the dome. No, no I got the Saints as a loss. You play that yeah, one ten too. times. Yeah, you play, that one, you play that I one ten too. times. They're going to lose it ten times. I think. Uh, yeah, maybe seven. There could be one where you know somebody like Ingram gets hurt or something or whatever, um, or Alvin Kamara gets hurt. Excuse me, not Ingram. Um, so the early October is going to be interesting because again we have Philip Rivers, the hated Philip Rivers of the Colts, coming into town, yeah. and also. Tom Terrific, TB, TB12 coming into town. Tom Terrific. Back to back. Back to back, yeah. Sunday and then and like four days later, on Thursday night, they played Brady. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think those both wins, in my opinion. But I mean, What do you Brady have them as what, – what do you have them as as your final? I – my tally marks are telling me nine and seven. Wow, that's interesting because I have nine and seven too, but I've got those both as losses. No. I don't yeah. think so. The Colts aren't any great. Again, it's Philip Rivers will crap the bed somehow. And then you're going on four days rest. Well, Tampa will be too. Mm-hmm. And you get Brady at home. Not yep. down in Tampa, at home. Yep. You know, so, I mean, like, I don't know. In my opinion, I think that I think those are both wins. I think their losses are going to be some, you know, stuff like at Atlanta. As, yep. as bad or good as Atlanta is, that place is really tough to play. And um, I think like at the Rams is probably going to be a loss. Home against oh, the Saints. Home against the Saints is probably going to be a loss at Green Bay. The one game that I'm, 
I'm on the fence about, and it's going to depend on how all these moves Bill O'Brien allegedly made as the Texans. <laughs> that was the hardest one for me to pick. Yeah, I mean. The hardest one, not even close. It's like, man, it's like, the good thing is it's going to be in December. Bear weather, my friend, bear weather. Um, but other than that, like, I don't know. Week one lines, uh, Jay, to your point uh, about the Lions, uh, depending on the house, it's either a pick them, Bears one-point dog, or Bears one-and-a-half-point dog. And ironically, apparently the lowest line they could find for the futures bet is at Rivers Casino in Chicago. It was seven and a half. Everybody, wow. everybody else is eight or eight and a half. Which is interesting, which I thought was interesting. Um, so now that we've, we've got no more Mitch Trubinsky, well, I mean, not no more, and that's not technically true, but they didn't accept his fifth round or his uh, fifth year option. Uh, we had this talk last weekend uh, in, a, in a different Zoom meeting that we didn't record, but um, Ryan Pace, gone, not gone, tied at the hip kind of thing. It seems like if he's messed up Kevin White, he's messed up Adam Shaheen, he's messed up the biggest one in Mitch. This, you know, if, if they don't, in my opinion, if they don't win one playoff game, if they make the playoffs and lose, or not make the playoffs, I think he's done, in my opinion. But what do you guys think? Well, I don't think the family – I mean, the family's history is they haven't been that cutthroat, right? The McCaskies will give everybody, you know, more than – you know, maybe a year, year and a half more than you might think kind of thing. Not like the Reinsdorfs, but yeah, yeah. to a point. I mean, they fired Lovey after 10 six. Right, and, but, hey, that, but that, that was kind of the – With, with having coaching. to pay the last three coaches not to coach. Right. I don't think they want to do that again. Right. Right. I think you're, I think that's your tied at the hip kind of thing. Right. I think they know now from what they learned from the lovey experience that, right. you know, if you fire the GM, you just, it's just a matter of time till you fire the head coach. Right? Oh yeah. Cause every GM is going to want their own guy. Unless you're the Bulls. So that, that, okay. So that would be the next question. Right. So they have a press conference announcing they've gotten rid of Ryan pace. Then, right. you know, the clock starts ticking on, well, when are you going to fire? you know, coach Nagy. So I think if they, as long as the, I mean, I think the wheels would really have to come off. Yeah. Like if they go like like four and 12. Like, yeah. Like a five win. Right. That they can't like point to five injuries kind of like they don't have a a rationalization for it. Then I think he's in trouble, but. Well, from the horse's mouth on it, even though they declined his fifth year option, they're saying, Hey, that doesn't mean anything. Says, uh, Pace goes, Mitch gets it. Everybody's competing. Everybody's focused on better results. That's the entire team that starts with me and everybody. We believe in Mitch. That doesn't change. Uh-huh. Well, th- and they got to say that, right? Because, well, they first do. of all, do we all assume, do we all assume that when, if, whenever the season starts, Nick Foles is the starter? I oh, yeah. can't imagine a scenario where he wouldn't be. Unless he's hurt. Okay. Right. That'd okay. Be the so, well, then that's my next question is, mm-hmm. how many games does Mitch Trubisky start this year? Because what – what leads you to believe Mitch Foles is going to stand up straight for, you know, be upright for 16? Yeah, he won't be. <laughs> well, listening to Cap Show today, that, that actually came up, and uh, they had one of his producers had uh, the Bears losing to the Texans because the game before 
he had Foles dislocating his shoulder, <laughs> and that was going to be yeah. Trubisky's first start, and he didn't yeah. think that Mitch would be able to, to beat him. Right. So, uh, I mean, you have to take all of that into effect, right? I mean, or right. into account. Right. Yeah. Which is all speculation, which so is what makes it Well, fun. and back to Joe's point about the division, I think if you could count on slightly above average quarterback play, they would be the favorite to win the division. I got to think. Yeah. Right. And what? And it's all. But there's down. no reason to assume that. And they did. You can't. And the, and another problem is that they did nothing to the offensive line. Nothing. No. Yeah. That seems and to Kyle kind of Long's be the gone. one spot. You know, most teams in the offseason kind of have to just take one spot and say, "Well, it's just the way it is. Like you yeah. can't fix everything at the same time." Kind sure. of deal. And let, I mean, that they seems got a to guy be where in, they've decided to stand pat. They got a guy in the seventh round. So unless they think that they can just put a yeah, body right. out there right right i don't know um let's look at the last three um options that they declined right i mean and if you flip a coin it, it can go either way on this they said no to leonard floyd he right. played his fourth year mm-hmm. shit the bed and they said see ya right. uh kyle fuller they said no he had a uh, pro bowl year right and they paid him yes but that was worth it at the time right absolutely Okay. Sure. <laughs> so, I mean, so you can look at Mitch in either, either camp. So he's either going to be great and they end up paying him. My gut tells me he's going to be average to below average. And he is a backup somewhere else next year. If he's even in the league. Right. I mean, he. He's got to be in the league, right? He, yeah. I mean, he's in the yeah. league. He's, he's in I mean, the league. Yeah. I got to think he's going to play at some point this year. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's opening day. No, probably not. Unless the Bears are up big and they just put Mitch in the game to get him some reps. Mm. But with um, all the talk that they have about his psyche, are you kidding me? That's, yeah, no yeah. way. Well, I mean, the best time to play is somebody when they're getting their ass kicked. Right? Yeah, but I, I don't know. That just here's, seems, here's it seems Nick, like a bad signal. Here's Nick Foles's uh, games played for the his career. Ready? Here we go. Now some of these. Whatever. So here we go. Seven, 13, 8, 11, 3, 7, 5, and 4. Now, the last four, of the, well, the last three of those, I mean, Jacksonville, they went with Minshew because Foles got hurt, right? If I remember right. His mustache wasn't as good. 17 and 18, the Eagles had Wentz, and Foles came in the playoffs and led them to the, you know, led them to the promised land. Mm-hmm. And then 2016, he played for the Chiefs. Um, so, I mean, who knows if he can even stay healthy. Um, but then uh, the, the problem they're going to have, and it's the one that I brought up on a previous podcast a couple weeks ago, you could be left with no quarterback at the end of the season. Because if Mitch doesn't really play, he can't yeah. show what he can do, and you're not going to pay him. So he's out. Foles can opt out if he goes out and kicks ass. You're not left with no quarterback. You may, you may have to sign Mitch. Mm-hmm. just to have a quarterback mm-hmm. and like you said yeah. jay his, his psyche is so fragile who knows what that's going to do to his to his brain like who, who the fuck knows well by not if that's the case and you end up having to sign mitch out of necessity mm-hmm. his price went way up oh, okay course. oh yeah so then declining that option looks bad right but but i mean at the same point if, if he's not going to produce then you can't right no. I mean, oh yeah, you can't keep them unless again Foles, you know, 
Foles comes out and does crazy. Now, he, Foles does have a career passer rating of 88. So that's pretty decent. But um, he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions either, which is also good. Mm-hmm. He very much is – if Foles can stay healthy, he's the kind of quarterback that offense needs. He's not going to make mistakes. He's not going to throw interceptions. He's going to get the ball where he needs to be. He's pretty accurate as a rule. His career passer completion rating is 61%. Um, and he could be what, just what the doctor ordered for this offense. It could be just the exact thing Matt Nagy needed. Who knows? But, with, I, but we, I think all three of us are in agreement that that offensive line has to show that they can do it. Because right now on paper, they don't look good. You do not look good. No, and that, but see, that just makes you an average NFL team, though, right? I mean, like, how many, right. how many teams in the league are truly pleased with their situation of quarterback, right? How many, many, right? You know, how many teams are probably feel really good about where they're at with their offensive line, right? You know, so, you know, that kind of comes back to what we were talking about at the beginning. It's just, you know, when you're in the middle, every week is a dogfight. That's right. And then, um, oh. But other than safety, we haven't had to talk about the defense at all. No. I mean, that's – I mean, they went out and signed Gibson to play safety. So, I mean, yeah, the defense will be fine. Fine to perform. One tidbit on the Bears before we wrap up Bears talk. Um, I heard a tidbit on Kaplan's show today when I was out, and I had to verify it when I got home. This is going to be a sad and pathetic stat. Oh, I I, wait. I'm going to tell it to you. Okay. In 100 years of yes, Bears football, exactly it. how many double-digit wins, win seasons, do the Bears have? Coach? Correct, Mitch. What do you think? In 100 years, correct. Yes. 1920 was the Decatur to, Staley's. All right, so give Chicago me a Bears second here. Of today, double-digit wins in a season. Oh man, seven. No, it's more than that. It's more than that. It's more than that. I would okay. very by the, way, the answer. The guy's answer was one off. By the way, Jay. He was, oh, was it? Yeah. Good. Well, I'm. When did they? Uh, you know what the though? <laughs> I, I'm. When did they? I guess I'm. I'm not thinking about when the schedules grew. Right. Right. This is and just, so I really I have no idea. Uh, the answer is twenty one. Twenty one. In okay. hundred years, they've had twenty one seasons of double digit wins. Yeah. And most of those yeah. came in the in the obviously in the late eighties. Right. Five yeah. years in a row where they won double digits. I guess I was, I was, guess I was envisioning a bunch of early, like nine and O's that didn't yeah, count kind of yeah, thing, but they right. probably played more games than I know. Right. So yeah, I had to do the count when I got home and I was just like shaking mm-hmm. my head. I'm just like, Jesus. When I heard yeah. that, I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Correct. Uh, so the bulls, <laughs> uh, for some reason still have Jim Boylan as their head coach and they've hired. Cause there's no team. reason that there's no reason. Well, not to. I hear other uh, franchises making moves like that, though. But maybe you're right. Now, the NBA did come out and say that they were going to allow teams that wanted to to start having uh, activities at their training centers. Mark Cuban shot that down for the Mavericks immediately. Like, as soon as they came out, Cuban was like, nope, not happening in Dallas. Um, Do you guys think it's too early? Well, we talked about that last week, right? With the Sixers, where even though they play in Pennsylvania, they train in New Jersey. Yes. And New Jersey is still closed. Right. So, So, I mean, why not train at 
you know, whatever right. the spectrum is now. The, that's yeah, how old I am. I can't even think no, what it is. Me neither. Me neither. So uh, I'm just wondering if like, and, and there's talk of, I mean, the latest baseball thing that we heard was that. And who told it to you? You did, my friend. Well, no, 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 no. Who leaked it via Twitter? Mm, I don't remember. It'd be Trevor Plouffe. Oh, that's right. Trevor Plouffe. I forgot about that. Uh, June 10th. June 10th, opening up spring training at the home stadiums, right? At the home stadiums. That's what I heard, right? Yep. And it's going to be – what else I heard was it's going to be a Midwest league. So the farthest south the Cubs would go would be Atlanta. And then they would play Minnesota, Milwaukee, St. Louis. They play the Sox? Yes. Or it would be just National League? No. So there's going to be like a – East, West, and Central. Correct. Makes sense. No sense in spending a lot of money on travel and stuff like that. Coach, do you think that the, that's a – I mean, it sounds feasible, but, again, it depends on the states. What do you think? Yeah, I do really think it depends upon the states. Um, you know, I think maybe some of the sports with smaller rosters, maybe basketball might be a little more realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the travel component is a big deal. Um, I would think that, you know, I know the union wants, you know, union members want to get paid. Right. But I mean, at some point, it's just going to take one person to contract this. Right. And then um, there's going to be bullet headlines everywhere. What are we doing? What's going on? Um, The KBO, which is back in swing, of course, we talked about it before, but no pun intended. No pun intended. Hello. Um, If one player comes up positive for COVID, they shut the entire league down for three weeks. Really? Yes. Yeah. That's interesting. I think MLB will have to do something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, they just what I was thinking, uh, they would at least like if somebody on your team got it, that team's done, right? That team's yeah. quarantined. Yeah. But like in hockey or basketball, both teams would have to be. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. it really makes sense that if one sure. person gets it, it's all shut down. Well, that's what happened in the NBA. Like, yeah. Remember touching the microphones? Yeah, that dude. Yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't been sued yet. Maybe I know. On it. But um, like Rudy Gobert, he, he had it. And then they played Utah. And a bunch of Utah people had it. Yep. And then mm-hmm. it turns out another team had it. And another Boston. team had it. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to shut it down. So, wherever he played. You just got to shut it down. Just if, if one person yeah. gets it, you got to shut it down. KBO is going about it the right way. Um, but I think South Korea has not had a new case of coronavirus in a week. Wow. That's better than my county, Joe. I believe. Better than my county, too. Well, my county only has mm-hmm. like 35 people with it. But at any rate, I digress. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're going about the right way because, I mean, like their country went about it the right way, right? Like it's Right. I'm not going to introduce a whole lot of politics, but they went about it the right way. They got their, everything set in their society, and now they can bring back baseball. Right. Which is good. And it's, it just kind of seems like we're putting the, the cart before the horse on that. Very much. Well, yeah. I, you know. and again, I don't want this to be COVID quarter because our guest is going to leave <laughs> instead of being able just to turn off That's the right. podcast. That's right. But, uh, hey, haven't turned it off. Have never turned one off. Oh, Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Because you keep telling yourself it can't get worse than this, and then it does. <laughs> I know. I've never it. turned one off. <laughs> I got it. Anyway, um, it just, in a, uh, it just speaks of us being entitled, right? 
The fact that, yeah, oh, yeah, we're bored after six or seven weeks. We've got to do something to entertain ourselves. Right. So yes. let's do it. And it, right. yeah. All right. right. That's it. I'm like I said, I, 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 I've been saying from the beginning, I think July 1st was going to be the date that baseball would start one way or another, be it in, you know, no, you staying, staying regionalized, staying in one spot, whatever that I thought July 1st, I knew the country as a whole on July 4th to not have baseball in some way would just be, I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe the I'm last dance idealistic. wouldn't have 6 million uh, live <laughs> viewers. That's right. Now what's tell you that. So what's the difference or what, what caused the change to go from like the, the Texas, Florida, Arizona idea to spring training in your own park. I think, kind the union, of thing. I think union balked at it. I think the players don't want to spend that much time away from their families. Okay. I think is exactly the reason. Um, okay. It's a powerful union, dude. <laughs> they yeah, absolutely. And if, it, if, if, absolutely. Absolutely. if they don't facilities. want something to happen, it ain't happening. So, um, yeah, so that's where, that's where it went. I think, but I think the union poo-pooed on it. But this might be a workaround alternative mm -hmm. for it. Um, we have um, – we do have some sports restarting, by the way. Um, I'm off today because tomorrow I have to do UFC tomorrow night uh they're fighting three cards in in a week so they're doing one as we record this it's friday afternoon so they're recording they're doing one saturday wednesday night and then the next saturday social distancing ufc is going to be kind of boring no? i think it's going to be empty arena yeah. i don't think there's going to be fans. well i would think it's going to be i meant between the fighters joe <coughs> sure yeah. it's going to be kind of tough to do yeah if they have to stay six feet apart yeah, that, well, I mean, those guys, those guys don't have a union, and no one cares what happens to them anyway. I guess it's true. So true. we just get new UFC guys every thirty seven to forty eight months. Have, it's fine. Have the next nut likes to fight guy. It's like Cardinals uh, shortstops and second basemen you never heard of before that they make back in the lab, and then they're just there. Yeah, and you're like, hey, wait, rogue what? outfielders that get another one. Need somebody to do this and like print one out. What? Yeah, print one out. What are you talking? Yeah. Yeah, so UFC starting back up. Uh, the guys who turn left, I mentioned this last time, are starting back up um, in a couple of weeks. The Bundesliga. Which makes Germany. the most sense. I mean, that and golf are like solitary sports, right? Yeah, I exactly. Mean, come on. I'm honestly surprised that tennis hasn't started yet. Like, in, they're 100 feet apart. Like, yeah. Like, you know, like you can't social distance. You're 100 feet apart, yeah. literally. Like, whatever. There's probably some sweet spot for some of these sports like how much of your revenue is from ten is from TV compared to how much is from attendance. That's right? probably true. You know, tennis, like tennis some, probably heavily reliant on, on tickets, I would imagine. Right. It's Whereas, you know, so these other sports where all the money's from TV, NFL. okay, fine. No fans. Right. All right. That means we don't have to pay parking and concession guys either. That's Correct. fine. That's right. Whereas right. you're right. I would, I would assume tennis's TV contracts. It's really about ticket. Yeah, for sure. Sure. I mean, that'll be that way for minor league too, right? There, there's a strong chance there will not be minor league baseball this year. That makes sense. I can't, um, I can't imagine a scenario where that would happen. It's just too, there's just too many teams, too much. Yeah. Like, well, major league baseball, baseball already thinks there's to too many teams. Correct. Yeah. You know, now, now you may just get, you know, addition by attrition or subtraction by subtrition. Right. Where these, these, these minor league 
teams live on ticket sales. That's how they make their money. Literally, there's no TV. It's just ticket sales. So it's going to be curious to see how this all ends out, you know, evening out the herd maybe. I don't know. They may have – MLB may have gotten – as lucky as they could have gotten if they wanted to contract some MLB. Teams. Well, and they're shortening the draft, right? They're going to, they're going to be, they're going to have fewer players in their organization. Yeah. They're not yeah. going to need as many teams. Yeah. The no. union will make sure there's enough, but there's going to right. be less. And there's there's no going to be less. There's no, well, they, be less. and they already agreed to the five rounds of the draft. Right. Yeah. And then, then, and then the owners tried to squeeze it back in for 10, but right. Uh, right. on the cheap. No, no, no. They'll, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, it's the one thing I'm kind of hanging my hat on in terms of getting things back to somewhat normal in, in sports world anyway. Because, I mean, like, yeah, NASCAR is NASCAR. Nobody gives a crap. KBO is at 4.30 in the morning. I'm not watching that. I'm sleeping. We have people do replays. Are, we have people that are scoring the game for us, though, at 4.30 in the morning. God bless them. Um, but we, uh, we don't. Nah, not going to do that. You know, thinking of that, um, I heard – the oddest thing on cap show today he's when he was signing off he's like yeah we'll be back to break down um last dance on monday I mean, <laughs> that is that's it that's i mean it. that's what you've got i mean they have will purdue on with bernsey on mondays to break down the last mm-hmm. day like it's the first thing they talk about on the sports center that follows yeah sure yeah yeah, yeah. They, the mothership is going to be all in on that oh well yeah, yeah. oh yeah 100 percent. they have I mean, uh uh, Will Baum and uh, what Jackie McCullum, McCullough, mm-hmm. yeah. whichever I, I'm mispronouncing her last name. She used to be an NBA beat writer in the yep. East before she became a national Celtics, big league. Yeah. That's the first thing they talk about. Yep. First thing that's breaking on, on Mondays. That's it, man. It's last yeah. dance, last dance. And then Twitter blows up when, the, when it's on. Everybody's like, oh, mm-hmm. man. did you see the. Maybe I missed it. Apparently, <laughs> after a game where Horace Grant sucked, Jordan stopped him from eating. Do you see this? Stopped him from what? Eating. Oh. Eating a meal. Okay. Like he no. was gonna eat like he was gonna eat dinner, and Jordan's like, I don't know if he stood between them or took his plate away. Like if somebody did that deserve, to me, they're going to work for it. Right. If somebody did that to me, they're going down. You didn't touch <laughs> my fuck out of here with that. You can yell at me all you want, but I'm eating, son. Coomer uh, told a good Jordan story the other day. Because uh, they were in the minors at the same time, okay. And uh, Francona was the third base coach, and uh, Jordan gets to third, and he's taking this huge lead. And the catcher looks down at, at uh, Coomer, and he's like, gives him the sign to pick him off. Yeah. Coomer like walks away from the bag. Next pitch, catcher, same thing, gives him the sign to pick him off. Coomer shakes his head, walks away from the bag. Third time, he goes over and he looks at Francona and goes, hey, coach, you better tell your guy to get closer to the plate. We could have picked him off the last two pitches. And Jordan's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And Francona just looks down and shakes his head and goes, Mike, he's right. You would have been dead. <laughs> and Coomer's uh, like, I'm not picking him off. They're going to embarrass him like I that. I could never go home. He goes, right, I right. loved watching him when I was little. Right, exactly. Like he was like, come on, I'm from Chicago. I'm not picking this guy off. No. Never be allowed in Lockport again. Exactly. No, yeah. no way. No, he goes, I'm not getting booed out of this stadium. <laughs> <laughs> like, screw you. I'm not doing it. But he said he was an awful baseball player. Michael? Yeah. Yeah, he was terrible. 
No, I mean, he didn't, I mean, he didn't sugarcoat it. He didn't say, Oh, you know, he's a great athlete or whatever. He, he said, no. no, he said, he said the, the hardest thing or the thing that he was worst at was running the bases. Yeah. Like his strides and where he would hit the bag. He said that, and then trying to figure out where to throw the ball from the outfield and, and the angles at tracking a ball. Yeah. He said he was just garbage. Well, he didn't say that, but well, he trash. He said he, he said he didn't improve. He did not. Boomer letting it fly, huh? That's yeah. True. There's one. But, one but he talked about how much he liked it, and uh, but what's funny is he kind of took the Ken Burns approach a little bit, and you guys have heard that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where Ken Burns is completely shit on it because uh, Michael runs it. Therefore, it's not going to be a true depiction of what gets showed. I mean, he gets right. final cut or final approval on everything. Yep. So anything that makes him look bad in his eyes, you're it's never seeing. No. Yeah. Um, but again, my, my debate with Burns would go, well, he's the biggest part of the story that you're planning on doing. And if he says he's not doing it, then you really don't have a story. Unless it's going to be all hearsay, right? right. And then, then it would right. be a total hatchet piece. And Correct. I, I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, but Coomer said that, you know, from what he knew to what's been shown, things were different, which, I mean, we all know that watching it. We're just so fucking starved for it that we're just like, ah, oh, give us anything. Right, right, right. And seeing Cliff Levingston. Good news. was awesome. I got a great Cliff Levingston story, as most things I tell are stories. And he used to get to do game time, right? I mean, that was him that started that. Yes, yeah, keep going. No, that was that was him. Uh, so this is a rumor. I'll take it for what it's worth. I don't want to allegedly. Say allegedly, he would send ball boys to beautiful women near courtside to try to get their number, so Cliff could have some good news. No, hey, good God bless him. him. Good for him. I think I'd be disappointed if he wasn't doing that. Correct. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if anybody benefited from the early Jordan coattails. That cat. Amen. Amen. And then later it was Randy Brown and Ron Harper. And uh, yeah, for sure. And I forgot his name. Bobby Hanson. There you go. Oh. Um, so I'll we'll loop back to we've the told We've before. told that story. The Bobby Hanson story? Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, we have. I know we have. Okay. The one that Michael shared with us, Bill. Uh, I don't think you've told it. Tell um, it again. Your brother, Tell it again. your brother was playing golf with him. Okay. And Hanson tells him the story that at halftime, they, they go to the locker room and Jordan's drinking oh, a yeah. light and they're losing. Yeah. And Hanson's all like, you know, new and a rookie. And yeah. they're like, come on, man. You know, what are you doing drinking beer? We're down. We got blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And Jordan goes, you'll get your ring. <laughs> nice. That's nice. all he said. Oh, that's awesome. So I want to loop back one, one more Bears thing, one more Bears hit before we uh, wrap things up here. The Athletic put out a um, watchability factor for the Bears. So they, went, they broke down the schedule and they set up this, this uh, scoring system. So let me read this off to you. So this is courtesy of the Athletic. All right. Can we guess, though? Because uh, I want to look, look and I want to see if I can guess this. Yeah, let me, let me give you the scoring factor and then you can guess because okay. I, don't, I don't want you to lose out on any points. Here we go. Primetime game is worth five points. A 2019 playoff team is worth three points. A revenge game is worth one to five, depending on the juiciness of the storyline. Two points for a marquee opposing quarterback. Five points for Tom Brady. 
Two points. For, <laughs> two points for the Packers. A late afternoon kickoff is worth one point. The Vikings or Lions games are worth one point. Season opener worth two points, and a new stadium is worth one point. So out of all that, okay, I've got nothing for you. Okay. That's way too confusing. It is the number one watchability game is the Sunday night game against the Packers in Week fourteen or Week twelve. Mm-hmm. That has fourteen points. It's a primetime game, twenty nineteen playoff team. Packers, marquee opposing quarterback. All right. Yeah. Well, the way I was looking at it when you first started describing it was personally, of course, of course. and what I would what I would watch. Right. Gotcha. I mean, right. what I would be most interested in seeing. Obviously, game one, Lions in. Right. Game two against the Giants should win that, and it's at home. Absolutely. Right. Um, Falcons probably radio for that. Colts, I want to see Philip Rivers get his. Bucks, I want to see Brady. Bears on the road in Carolina, that's a radio game. Um, <laughs> Bears on the road in LA is a radio game. Saints at home, I'll watch. And Titans radio game. I'm watching everything else except for the Jags, and that's a radio game. So at the end, the bottom game, there are two games with no watchability points at all. <laughs> Zero. Jags. No. Oh. Ironically. Carolina. Carolina is one in week six and week two against the Giants. The Giants. Yeah. Those are the two. See? Home game with a chance to win. I'm glued to that. <laughs> I, I got to take any win I can get. I'm with you 100%. I'm yeah. 100%. And then at the bottom, they have the four experts for the Bears, Kevin Fishbane, Adam Johns, John Greenberg, and Dan Pompey. All four of them have a nine and seven record. Yep. So there you huh. go. All four. You guys are uh, in lockstep. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I just now noticed it, by the way. I wasn't. I just I thought this was just an article on that, but at the bottom it has their picks. I'm like, oh crap! I didn't. I just now saw that. Yeah, so all four of them have nine and seven. Well, I want to thank the coach for uh, hipping me to bear download. I've been enjoying that. Yeah, Always. have they gone? Have they have one yet this week? I haven't checked. Yeah, they, they just do. put up a new they one did. today. Did they? Good. Yeah, probably so about is, the schedule. This is different than the Johns podcast, right? It is Hogan Johns. Yes, this is, is the tribute. Very good. Okay. This is the Tribune writers. There's one that's not good, but I still listen to it because it's not that long. It's called Locked on Bears. It's a daily oh, podcast yeah. where they just yeah. basically read the NFL uh, presser sure. that the Bears Yeah, out. that's part of some network. Yeah. There's one for every team. They do every team. There's one, yeah, there's one for every team in the league. Correct. They may even have a league-wide one every day. Right, right. I can't think of who – the network is though but that doesn't help joe because he's not in the car i'm not and the funny thing is i i actually went to work one day this week um and i listened to a podcast <laughs> but uh it was weird it was odd very very odd driving through the loop at two in the afternoon with nobody around it was weird. oh so you didn't when you went to work oh mm-hmm. did you do your full shift from there yeah. that's what i assume yeah you're, I okay. had a project going in it too. Yeah, I needed a project I needed to get done. Turns out I could have been way more efficient working from here. But um, you know what? It gave you a chance to get out. Gave you a chance to get uh, the cards. Get my get my stash pro game exactly. It was in my drawer. But um, then like it's weird. It's weird working on a floor and nobody's on the floor. Go down because we have two floors in our building. 
go down to the main floor and there's nobody. The pop machine's off. The coolers are off. It's just weird. It's odd. It was, it was, it was like Omega Man. It's like so, like so weird. But anyway, I digress. All right. How about um, before we wrap it up, how about you give me the winners of each division in the NFL? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Let's see here. I want to make sure I don't, I I select the correct. The weirdest one is right at the top is the AFC East. Yet you have the Brady list Patriots. Mm -hmm. Jets are still the Jets. Dolphins are kind of, I mean, the Bills sound like they're going to win. Right? That's the I would think the That's consensus the, the consensus pick will be the Bills, right? I they think so. They won nine. They won ten games last year, maybe 10 eleven. And, six, yeah. 10 and, and they should have beaten the Patriots. They probably should have. Um, AFC North. I mean, it's yeah, Ravens, yeah. They had like right? a 10-7 game or something early yeah. in the season, right? Yeah, yeah. I can I can tell you that right now. Let me take a look here. Yeah, week four, sixteen ten. Yeah, 16 yeah, I, I think they were leading for that. most of that game. Yeah. Let me check the box real quick. But I think they were leading for most of that game, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, no, they were not. It was no. New England had 13 in the first quarter. Bills had seven. Yeah. Yes, I mean, it was – but it was a close game. Either way. Yeah. Um, I, I had New England that day. I remember being excited that they ran out. I thought, okay, here we go, easy cover, put them away. And I'd check on it. They haven't put them away yet. Check on it. Haven't put them away yet. Right. Tear up the ticket. Uh, AFC North, it's got to be the Ravens until proven otherwise, right? Right. Yes. Um, in the NFC South, that's, this is going to be a tough one. I almost want to say it's going to be the Titans. I mean, the Texans are in that division, but the Texans, who knows the hell Bill O'Brien's doing? Like, he's just playing fantasy football. He's that guy that, like, just likes to do trades to do trades. Like, dude, it's fun for him. Seems like. So, yeah. I'll take you to no. joke. I don't I, trust Tannehill. It's my oh, the Colts. Okay. The, the Colts. A full season of Tannehill. You're saying? Yeah, yeah you can't have a full season of Tannehill twice in a row. You're probably that. right, but I, I, I will not. I think my, I'm more, po- I'm more up on the Colts than you guys are. I yeah, like well, the Colts. I, it's, it's my Philip Rivers hatred. Yeah, yeah. I take that with a grain of salt. They drafted Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. I they like did. the Colts. Yeah. Uh, AFC West got to be the chef, right? Got it. Yep. 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 Um, yep. Although Denver's improved, and we'll say that. Uh, they, they drafted fairly. What about Vegas, my friend? Maybe. I mean, like, but I don't think they had a great draft either. Uh, they, not, not, there's not enough there to make me think they're going to beat the Chiefs. Put it that way. Yeah. Let's not outthink this. No. Right. NFC East, you have two average teams and two trash teams. Yeah. So, I mean, until proven otherwise, it's going to be the Eagles, right? I mean – yeah, that's a coin flip. Right. I mean, the Giants are trash. Redskins are trash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, last year, what? The Eagles finished 9-7. and seven, The Cowboys were 8-8. Eight and eight. So, yep. I mean, it, it was right there for you all the way through. Exactly. Uh, hey, AFC, before we get away yep. from the AFC West, yep. um, is Vic going to break 500 this year? Mm, you mean the Broncos? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. Okay. Because the Chargers are going to be not as good. Yeah, the River's gone. And who knows about the Raiders? I mean, every year they're just like. And again, they got you got to play the Chiefs twice. Those are two losses. So I yeah. mean, they'll be like probably nine and seven. They, they might I, sneak into that extra wild card spot. It's possible. Now you don't think that Vegas is going to get an extra bump just because <laughs> when guys travel there, 
to play them for the first time. It's going to be crazy new and they're going to be out of their minds. Um, like the first year with the golden Knights. Right. That was a problem. Well, yeah. I mean, hockey players are a different breed too. They are. Well, yeah. And football travels a little different. They're right? in there. Like they're in, you're they're in and out. Yeah. It's not a road trip like hockey That's or true. baseball or, or basketball. And hockey, at least for the Hawks, they have their Western trip that they take every year when they start playing in California and Arizona, they stay in Vegas. Yeah. They fly into the town, have the whatever, and then they fly to Vegas. Well, and those, and those, you know, those, I guess the right word is those wake up calls. Those, you know, they're, they're up and at it pretty early on a Sunday. You know, they're not playing, I might be a little more worried if I was playing Vegas and it was a seven thirty kickoff, yeah. right? Cause the guys think, Oh man, we don't have to get up. You know, right. we don't right. have to be ready to go at noon, but. Right. And I think that if, as a team, if somebody was going to attack a day on, you'd say, yeah, maybe right. you can, well, no, they're going to make everybody fly back with the team. Right. I mean, that's. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Unless of course you're Vince Young and then you miss your flight and then charter a plane. Sure. You and your cousin and then wonder why you're bankrupt. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I wanted to go back to this. Um, the Bears mm-hmm. Bucks game. Yes. That on that four day short week, mm-hmm. Bucks have the Chargers the week before. Ooh. So they have to fly in San Diego? No, it's in Tampa. Or, or excuse me, not San Diego. LA. Sorry. Right. Um, okay. Well that's yeah. If it was in LA, it'd be a lot it'd be a lot different. But if they're doing it at home, then eh, it's not that big a deal. Tampa's what a two and a half hour flight. Don't they kind of unofficially officially do that? Like if you're the away team on Thursday, you're pretty much sure you're home on the Sunday before. I would think so. You know, and they, they tried to, right. and somehow it got screwed up because it used to be that if you had to play the Thursday night game, then that was the week of your bye. Right. But that's playing these four-day, these turnarounds. Stupid. Man, yeah. So dumb. So dumb. All right. Sorry. I, I derailed that's us. Right. Uh, we're back to the NFC North. The North division, Mike. That's correct. I think just because the rest of the division isn't great, uh, I'm going to pick the Vikings. I think the Vikings may get one extra, one more win than the Bears. So if I had the Bears at nine and seven, Vikings would be like ten and six, is my guess. Not you guys are both, and you guys are both way down on Green Bay. Yeah. Who were six and zero in the division last year and thirteen? I'm just saying. Correct. I'm just listen in my game in my game in my game by game notes when I got to the first Packer week. I wrote, I'll believe it when I see it twice. Right. Yes. And here's the problem. I call them two losses. Here's the problem. Right? 12 is still 12. He is. I understand that 100%. But and he may be a more impressive 12 now that he's been poked. Maybe. Whatever. Whatever. He can't get much more impressive than he's been. But yeah, yeah, for sure. He, he, I mean, but they're very motivated to get the fuck out of there. They didn't give him anything, right? Yeah, but how many times do we sit here and say that? We right. look at the Packers wideouts and, and go, ah, they're not very good. Or they're running backs and go, oh, well, they can't run. They can't run the ball. Oh, they can't do this. Right. Oh, they can't do that. And then they win 11, then they win 12 games. <laughs> and then there's a Montgomery that can catch and run. So, right. go fuck yourself. Right. So, Vikings. I, I, the Packers, I, they're so hidden. I mean, like every year you go, okay, this is the year. Right, mm-hmm. every year ago. Okay, this is finally the year Jesus. where they don't do damage. Yeah. And now they'll play a first place schedule, right? We oh, haven't right. looked. I haven't looked at their schedule, but right. they'll play a first place schedule though, so that won't help them. But no, it will not. 
Uh, I can bring up their schedule. Yeah. They were. Did they win 13 games last year or 12? 13, 13, 13 and 3. So they were a full 6 and 0 in the division. They were a full five games better than the Bears last year. You know, and the sure. Bears, if you just looked at the Bears stats and said, oh, they were 4 and 2 in the division, you go, yeah, but that second uh, game against the Vikings, they shouldn't have played it. Right. They just should have said, here you go. You win. We're not going to play our starters. We're going to play our scout team guys. Okay. So here's the. And they still almost beat us. Yeah. Here's the Packers schedule. So. Uh, open at the Vikings, home against Detroit, at New Orleans, toughy. Home against the Falcons, that's a win. At Tampa, at Houston, home against the Vikings, at San Francisco. Okay. Home against the Jags, at Indianapolis, home against the Bears, home against the Eagles, at the Lions, home against Carolina, home against Tennessee, and wrap up at the Bears. That's a tough schedule, man. Those road games are killer. Like Houston's a different team at home. You got you got to play at the Niners on Thursday night. By the way, mm-hmm. after playing the Vikings at home, after playing a tough division game, you got now got to fly to to San Francisco. Yeah, that's a tough that's a tough schedule right there, brother. So I don't I don't I don't think I don't know, I still think it's gonna be Vikings, but eh, you but you're right, Coach. Hundred percent, twelve twelve, and yeah. Well, and I, I you know I I think it. I mean I think the. I think that division is the one where you could have a scenario where any of the, uh, any of three could do it. You know, I know I have the bears at nine and seven, but I tend to be a little pessimistic by nature on this stuff. So, you know, maybe that's real life, 10 and six, my nine and seven, but. Uh, NFC South has three trash teams in the saints. So I think we know that saints are going to win that one. And then the West is going to be interesting. Um, Three really good teams. One team on the up in the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. One team on the down, you would say the Ram, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I think so. They're 9 and 7, don't have Gurley anymore. Um, I hate their new logo, too. What yeah, the fuck's that about? Trash. It looks like an arena team. It does. You're right. It does. I, I still need the Niners, but man, Seahawks, they got, mm-hmm. they got a good quarterback, too. They got Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Could be either the Niners or the Seahawks. I think I'm going to pick the Niners, but it very well could be the Seahawks. It's, I don't think the Niners can repeat 13-3. and three. I think their defense is still just as good. But to, to win, I mean, as the Bears have proven, right, like to win double digits back-to-back is tough in this league. It's really hard. Right. And I think well, and I know I harp on it. I harped on it before, but now the, Saint, now the Niners will have the first-place schedule, right? right. Which <laughs> doesn't – but – you know, all it takes is a game or two difference, and Seattle catches them. True, that's it. You know, that's all so uh, the, you know the gap between those two in that in that in that conference, the yeah. gap between those two is much closer than the yeah than the other stuff. It was also found out revealed that uh, the Dallas Cowboys will open SoFi Stadium twice. Oh, so they're going to open it in the preseason <laughs> against one of the LA teams, and then okay. open it during the regular season. Apparently, uh-huh. Jerry Jones has a stake in the stadium. Yeah, okay. Get America's Sessions team in there a couple times. So it's to Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Yeah. His benefit to have him there. So okay, that's yeah, crazy. Boy, how is that? How is that allowed? One NFL owner is allowed to have a financial stake in someone else's stadium. I just. 
But he has the money. Yes, he does. I mean, so, <laughs> yes, uh, he does. Yeah, you can tell by that yacht on Got that. draft <laughs> night. I was about to bring that up. Yeah, no doubt. So the Niners' schedule is uh, Chargers. I'm sorry. I take that back. Cardinals at home, at the Jets, and then at New York, at the Giants. So they play twice, two weeks in a row at MetLife. And they're going to have to figure something out for that, right? Like they're not going to fly. They're at New York. They're at the Jets, at the Giants, back, back to, to back. back. So they're going to stay there. Obviously. I got to I got to think, right? Great. I think they'll like, talk why about would they, it. Why would you fly all the way across country and then get on another plane four days later and fly? All oh, the way I'm seeing. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to stay in a COVID ward. In, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bellevue and a cruise ship. In, uh, yeah. Uh, then they're home against the Eagles, home against the Dolphins, home against the Rams, three straight games. And then at New England, that's probably a win, if I'm honest. At Seattle, home against Green Bay, at New Orleans, at the Rams, home against the Bills. That's going to be a tough one. Home against the Redskins, that's a win. At Dallas, at Arizona, and then home against Seattle. Wow, that's a tough schedule. That's tough. Yeah. That's so tough. it'll just come down to how they play against each other. Right. Sounds and good. you've got no love for Tom Terrific and Gronk pushing the Saints at all. No. The, the Bucks. No. Now, listen, I think Tampa will be – I think they will be improved. Like they, they were pretty good last year considering how bad the quarterback was. Yeah. Winston cost them so many games. Like right. Magic, I mean, wasn't it, didn't he have more turnovers than touchdowns when you oh, put yeah. the interceptions and yes. fumbles together? Yeah, right. I mean, more turnovers than touchdowns. Right. And they still, and they won what? Seven games, eight games, seven and nine. Okay. So they managed to win seven games by having more turnovers than touchdowns out of the quarterback. Correct. They've got to be better. Yeah. I don't have fumble total, so I don't have – well, yeah, I guess I can get them. Let me click on them. Hold on. And they have a legit Hall of Fame receiver, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. They've got to be better. Now, I, I think the Saints are awesome. I, I think the Saints are going to the Super Bowl. They're, I have them as the one seed in the NFC right now. But Okay. So, you, so I'm, I don't want to make it sound like I think Tampa's catching them, but I think – I think they're going to be much improved. These numbers are. I think the Saints will be. No, the Bucks. Tampa. I think Tampa will be improved. My point. My point is, I don't want to make it sound like I'm, you know, crazy. I still think sure. the Saints win it. So you but think it goes Saints? Bucks, Tampa could. Bucks, I mean, Tampa could get a yeah, wild card for sure. Yeah. Tampa could. Here's, Tampa's in the wild card hunt. Here's the craziness of his numbers, <laughs> James Winston. He completed sixty percent of his passes. He threw for. 5,109 yards. Yep. 33 touchdowns. How many picks? Uh, 30. Okay. How 30 many fumbles? Picks and lo- seven fumbles. Five fumbles. Okay. Locked. So he turned it over more. 35, 33. Yeah. 35, yeah. 33. Okay. That's, how so, they, that's how they win seven games. Yeah. It's not, it can't be all his fault, but I mean, it certainly didn't help. No. Well, and because I, I got news for you, Tom Brady's not going to turn it over 40 times. No, he will not. As old as he is, he's not going to do that. He might not throw for 5,100 yards, but he ain't so. going to turn it over that many times. I think he throws for 5,100 yards, his arm literally will fall off. So they're uh, going to be improved. And as we wrap this up, one note. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Apparently, Philip Rivers Uh-oh. was announced as the head coach of a high school team starting in 2021. Really? Yes. So that's a one and done in Indy? That's what it is appearing to be. Is where is the high school? That's a great question. Is it like where he's from or? 
Oh, uh, that's a great question. Let me look it up. Let me see. Search for Philip Rivers. Actually, when I type PHI, it comes up third. Let's see. It is St. Michael Catholic School. It's in Fairhope, Alabama. Hello. Oh. So well, I don't even, I don't. And they you guys are on the Philip Rivers train. I don't know they're not they're very not much gonna, about him. Is he from there? Or? They're not going to win a single game. Just kidding. Um, okay. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's some high level of hate coach. Hey, they're not going to win a game. He sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Let me yeah. find out. Let's take a look. Let's take a look at where Phil's from. Yeah, he's from Decatur, Alabama. He was born in Alabama. Okay. All right. Well, 2021. Going home. Whoever, whatever coach they have now is lame duck. Yeah. Because <laughs> old Phil's coming well, who's the qu- in his 90s. Who's their years. other quarterback? Is that like Jacoby Brissett or Jacoby somebody? Brissett. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's still there. Still there. Which is weird. But I just looked yeah. up Brady's stats from last year. Um, he attempted <laughs> 38 times for – 4,057 yards. So he threw for 4,000 yards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. 24 TDs, eight picks. Eight picks. Yeah. Right. right. Um, sacks 27, which seems high to me for a good line in New England. But going back to the 2013 season, he was sacked 40 times. Yeah. Can you imagine that? No. I, I I would have said no. I would have said he was never sacked more than thirty. Right, right. Oh well. Well, and, sometimes those guys though. Sometimes that's part of a high completion percentage. No picks. Right. You just hold the ball and live to play second and second and long. Right. Hey, right. after this call, can you call Mitch and tell him that? No. <laughs> no. Okay. No. I one don't la- want anything. One last note before that. we wrap this up. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, apparently, uh, talking about Illinois sports gambling, real quick. Apparently Arlington has applied for a sports book license. There's outstanding, catch, but there's a catch. They're not going to have a casino. Huh? They're Just only going to book. have a sports book. That's fine. Do you know why? Here's why their sports book revenue. They do not have to share it with the horsemen. If they had casino games, they'd have to share it with the horsemen. Okay. I don't like that. Sportsbook, they do not have to share that revenue with the horsemen. Wow. So they applied for a sportsbook license, but not a casino license. Remember, we were talking about it. GFY. Why haven't they why haven't they applied for it? Why haven't they? Well, this is why. They don't want a casino there. You know, as beautiful as that place is, and as bad as I am at horse betting, Mm -hmm. I would love to just go hang out, drink beer, and absolutely bet sports there. I agree with you. I mean, Mitch, I don't know if you've ever been, but it is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. So you you said this is Arlington Park, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. So it's about an hour from here. Yeah. It's about on a good day. I can get there probably an hour and a half. Hour 45, maybe. Yeah. On a nice, it's fall, all, it's all on a nice fall Sunday afternoon, they'll, they'll be printing money there. Can you imagine well, opening, opening day for the NFL? Yeah. They'll have horse racing there and – Sports book. So we'll yeah, see. And, happens, and hopefully spectators. That'd be nice. If we don't, if we're not in full blown wave yeah. two. Right. Because I mean, they're, they are, they're racing, man, across the country. They're not racing in mm-hmm. California, but they're racing in Arkansas and they're racing in, uh, uh, Churchill Downs is going to open soon. Yeah. In front of no one, though, right? You're right. No fans. Yeah. But they don't need it. 
everybody can bet online. Right? Exactly. You don't need them necessarily. Standing next to the Armenian guy at the OTB. And to Mitch's point, you don't, pay, you don't have to pay ushers or, ushers or vendors or any of that shit. You, right. You just get all the money. That's it. Clock and days. Oh, looking at my Gucci, Joe. Oh, boy. I want to thank the coach for coming in. Coach, thanks for hanging out with us on this lovely Anytime, Friday, guys. Chilly Friday. Anytime. Hey, as soon as we find out about uh, college football, we'll, we'll have to do this again. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Or maybe episode 100. Uh-huh. Absolutely. There's a teaser for you. Teaser. Well, thank you guys for listening. This this episode of It's That Podcast. Uh, we're on the Facebooks, www.facebook.com slash it's that pod. We're on Twitter. I am at Triple Lindy's. Jason is at J the Letter. Honey, can you help me out? Sleet Shirley. The letter. Thank you. <laughs> the letter. Sleet Shirley. Uh we are. Uh, you can email us joe at podcast.com or jason at podcast.com uh, we are on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher spotify and now alexa just by saying hey alexa play it's that podcast through the playing app rate review and subscribe don't cost you nothing it really doesn't no it's click 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 it's, like it's good karma for you that's correct and we want to thank again coach for jumping in with us on this fantastic episode and thanks for the assist yeah for sure and uh, in this fantastic episode of this that podcast, fuck the Packers. You're in the Cardinals. Yeah, the Twins. You're the fucking Packers. <laughs>